we talk about is a thing. The Holy Ghost is not a thing. The Holy Ghost is a person. How do I know that? The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, they grieve not the Holy Spirit. How do you grieve him if he doesn't have emotions? Then 1 Corinthians says that the Spirit knows all things. How does he know something if he doesn't have intellect? Then he says the Spirit moves. How does he move if he's not a living thing? So the Spirit is a living, is a living person. But the Spirit is not only a living person. The Spirit is also God. Now that's where it's confusing because someone says, so how many gods do the Christians have? Do we have three gods? We don't have three gods. We have one God that exists in three persons. Three states or three forms. And if that's difficult for you, let me explain it to you. This is water here. This is water here. When I freeze this water in the fridge, if I put it freeze overnight, what will it become? Ice. That ice state, is this still the water I put inside? Yes or no? If I put this water in the kettle and I boil it, what happens to it? It turns into vapor. So, question is the same water that's existing in three forms, it's existing as vapor, as liquid, and as what? Solid ice. That's the same way God is. Who is God? God, see, I believe that the liquid is like God, the Holy Spirit, because it can, you can feel it, but you cannot hold it. You can feel the Holy Ghost, but it's not something you can hold. But I believe that the I state is like Jesus Christ because Jesus became flesh. So Jesus said, you can hold me and touch me. So God in the physical that we can hold is what Jesus Christ. Then I believe that God the Father is the vapor. is the one that nobody has ever seen that draws in unapproachable light. No one can come towards. So, glory to God. That's a good time to clap, people. That's a good time to clap. At the back, that's a good time to clap. In the extension, that's a good time to clap. So, question, do we have, is the, what, is the vapor, the gap, the, 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 the ice and the water, are they different waters? No, it's the same water but existing in a vapor state, existing what? In a liquid state and existing what? In a solid state. The same thing, it's the same God, but God the Father, but God the Son, but God the Spirit. So it's the same God but existing, the manifestation is in three ways, depending on what he needs to do. So when it was time for him to die, he came as God the Son. That was him. When it was time for the Son to be raised from the dead, when it's time to do miraculous power, then God the Spirit shows up and raised him from the dead. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not just a person, he's God. And, and I'm saying so because the way we've been taught, all, most people all their life have been taught that the Holy Ghost is, you know, this is what the thing the Holy Ghost is. See, I'm not saying that's not the Holy Ghost. That's the expression. But you can contain the Holy Ghost by shaking. Listen, my son uses my phone. My son uses my phone for games. But I'm not sure my son realizes that he can transfer money to himself. And guess what? The function of the Holy Spirit will know, will limit the, the, sorry, the knowledge of the Holy Spirit you have will limit the function of the Spirit you know. Yes or no? Exactly. So if my son all he does with my phone is play games, it sits as a game center, a game that's fine. But some of you here, if I leave you my phone and you know my password, I know something's gonna happen to the bank account. Praise God. So the question: how come all we have is tongues? And we feel, I feel something. The reason why is that that's all we know. Boy, it's time to go deeper. I know the Holy Ghost for himself. Someone say, know the Holy Ghost for myself. Glory to God. 
So with the Holy Spirit, what does he do? Let's look at this quickly. Let's this is gonna be good. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Oh, Romans chapter 8, verse 15. The Bible says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba Father. So what does he say? He, so verse 16. He said, The spirit itself bears weakness with our spirit that we are children of God. The, one of the first things the Holy Ghost does is to help you know you're a Christian. People always ask me, how much I'm a Christian? How much I'm going to heaven? The Bible says the spirit bears weakness. The spirit gives you assurance that you didn't just say a prayer. He helps you know personally that you're a Christian. So, so I said, am I a Christian? You can know from the inside. You can know if for any reason on the inside that thing says you're not, you're not. Because this is what the Bible says. He said the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're the sons of God. Verse 15 says we have the spirit of adoption. Because it's good to shake and all of those things. That's wonderful. But there are deeper things. There's assurance. One of the things the Holy Ghost does for us is assurance. That's why David said, he said, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will what? I will fear no evil. Why? He says, because you are what? You are with me. Who is with me? Where is Jesus right now? Who knows? Is he here? Is he in your heart? Jesus is not in your heart. Jesus is on the right side. He's in heaven. How do I know? Bible says in the book of Acts, Jesus ascended physically into heaven. It's in your heart. I agree it's in your heart. But it's in your heart by the Holy Spirit. But the person of Jesus is right in heaven at the right hand of God. So when he says, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because thou art with me. The person that is with me is the Holy Spirit. So one of the things the Holy Spirit does is to give us assurance. The second thing the Holy Ghost does is this. So it gives us assurance. So when I'm, so, so I don't know what, let me tell you what assurance is. Have you ever gone, you're going through this business deal. You've never done this amount of business before. Maybe it's a, the first time you're doing a 300 million dollar business. And as about to do it, the Spirit of God says to you, I'm with you. And that means a lot. Because you are charting, you're, you're treading on waters that have not been charted. Do you know what it means when you're in a relationship and, you know, you know, I should be here, but things are not going the way you, you know, it should be. Then the Spirit of God says to you, calm down, I'm here. That's assurance. That's something David cannot give. That's something God gives. Oh, wow. Because when human beings give assurance, they take assurance back. Praise God. Haven't you noticed that? I'm telling you. He gives us assurance. The next thing the Holy Ghost says, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22. So the Holy Ghost gives me assurance. So some, some of you are like, some of you, some of you, you want assurance, spend time with the Holy Spirit. Some of you want assurance. Someone says, um, you know, let me tell you something. L- listen, listen to me, please. Ever look, look at me. A pastor and something I, I really do not like. A lot of people that are Christians position themselves for false prophets to take advantage of them. When you begin to tell the pastor to choose who to marry, you've lost your senses. Does he even know who he should marry? See, don't put yourself in a position where someone can take advantage of you. Don't neglect your own decision because of spiritual laziness. You want to spend your life with someone and someone tells you, you tell someone that will not live with you. Dad, these are two pictures. Who should I marry? 
And unfortunately, because we keep on saying all those pastors, but I'm noticed that because people people are telling me things. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I mean, if you tell me that kind of thing, you know, you just go and pray because I'm not gonna get involved in all those kind of manipulation. Someone, 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 can I, can I just talk? Yes, sir. Someone to have a CS calls me, say, Pastor Shimon, have have a CS or not? Do you know I'm not a doctor? If you're calling me for prayers, it's different, but to make a decision. See, some of you might find this strange, but this is why people are abused. You're asking a non-medical practitioner for medical advice. If you're asking for prayers, it's something different. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Second Corinthians 12 verse 22. What does the Holy Ghost do for us? Look at this. Ha-ha! Someone say ha-ha! Oh, that's so we got the back. Ha-ha! He says, whoop! He says, this is what the Holy Ghost. He said, the Holy Ghost, can I have my, can I have my, bro, my, my, my package? Yeah. He said, the Holy Ghost has sealed us and given us the endless of the Spirit in our heart. Let's read another translation. Let's read another translation. I want to show you what that means. He said, the Holy Ghost has sealed us. The Holy Ghost, where's my, where's my picture guy? I, I don't know where he is because I, I, I need him. Timmy, are you there? Yeah, let me make, make sure that he's, just make sure that he's there. Yeah. See, see what the Bible says. Let's read. Want to go? He has identified us as what? By what? As what? Let me show you what that means. Where's my lady here? Is my lady here? Who can come? Yeah. Is my guy here? Put on your jacket. Why are you taking off the jacket? Single guy. I need a single guy and a single lady. Are you single? Are you dating? You're single, single? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, because they're single dating and single, single. Yeah. Please stand over there. So this guy comes to me, you know, you, know, you can't even see the way he walks, you, know, you, know, you see the way he walks, you know, and they're like, walk, let me see. Like, yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. You can tell it's single, just face them, it's okay. You know. Because my people don't walk that way, praise the Lord. Now when you're married, all the bills make you look work straight, amen. You know? The bills make you very straight. You know, when you're single, like, you're like, <laughs> when you're married, all the bills make you very straight. Notice something. So this guy comes to me, maybe like, I mean, he's like Godfather, and he said, I want to marry this beautiful lady here that is single. You know what happens? So we go to meet a family. See what we do. When we go and meet a family, we pay something called what? Dowry. When we pray dowry, is she married? But is she available? Huh? Can somebody else come and say, I want to pay dowry? No. God says, when you pay dowry, it's a way to say that she belongs to somebody. Is that not true? God says, he gave us his Holy Spirit as first installment dowry. He paid the Holy Spirit was God's dowry. So when he gave us the Holy Spirit, he said that this person is no longer available. He belongs to me. Oh, that is powerful. <laughs> that is powerful. Because someone has said that, you know, um, I have a demon. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't even belong to yourself. Diary has been paid on you. If the Holy Ghost paid your diary, can demon come and compete for the Holy Ghost? Let me give another example. It's like you want to buy a phone. And they say the phone is 500,000. You say, okay, here is 250. They'll say, don't worry. We'll remove it for you. 
Because, because this phone is no longer available. Listen, I'm no longer available for curses. I'm no longer available for the devil. Because, because the Holy Ghost has paid the festive. I have festive stubborn people. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Oh wow. He says, the first installment, this is what it means. So once I pay the dowry, it's a commitment that I'm going to marry. Yes or no? God says, the reason why I give us the Holy Ghost is this. Once we have the Holy Ghost, it's a commitment that the other things we don't have, he will make it happen. So that's why I called it the first installment that guarantees everything that he has promised us. So, how do I know I will have everything he has promised? Because he has given me the first installment, the Holy Ghost. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. But not just that. Go back to the King James Version. Let me show you quickly. You know, there's so many scriptures. Let me show you. Go back to 2 Corinthians 122, King James. Uh, there's, there's a word I, I want to use there. See, see what it says. He said he has also what? Sealed. Do you know what sealed is? When you have an iPhone, they put that seal on it and say like, a, like apple that is eaten. And that's the logo. You know what God does? God puts a seal on you. To tell you that. When Apple puts a seal on the product, you know what they say? Expect the standard of Apple from this product. Expect the behavior from Apple. You could have bought the product in Oshodi. He said, don't expect Oshodi from the product. And he said, you know, he said, expect what the Apple standard from the product. God looks at you and puts a seal on you. Saying that, don't expect Nigerian behavior from this one. Don't expect Nigerian state from this one. Expect what can happen in the kingdom of God. Are you here, somebody? Hey! That's what it means to have the seal. You know what the seal means? This is a seal. You know, this brother got married and gave me this huge ivy. This is a seal. When you see the seal intact, two things the seal means. Number one, it has not been tampered with. The second thing the seal means is that, this is the second thing it means. If it's sealed by the Holy Ghost, can you unsee yourself? Because some of you think, I have the Holy Ghost today. I don't have him tomorrow. No, sir. You were sealed by the Holy Ghost. You cannot unseal yourself. So, we don't pray in the New Testament, give me the Holy Spirit. No, sir. We have been sealed by the Holy Spirit. And the seal is such that whatever the seal of the Holy Ghost is, he said that this is my responsibility. God bless you. Thank you. You can go back to your seat. So, number one, the Spirit is given to us for assurance. The Spirit is the seal that we belong to God. So, when I walk around, I'm like, I'm like you know, <laughs> someone says, what about if you get kidnapped? <laughs> I will tell them, how can you kidnap God? <laughs> because this, this Apple product, don't you understand? Phone is Apple product, me, I'm God's product. How can you kidnap? How, how can you kidnap what belongs to God? Oh, God will kidnap all of you together. <laughs> someone says, I will show you. You will show me. He's not me you want to show. You have to touch the seal. Are you here? So the seal, the seal tells us that we belong to God. Then the free, it guarantees the things in the future. So we begin to learn about the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit is doing in us. But the Bible now begins to talk about how the Holy Spirit, you'll hear things like, the Holy Spirit came like a, like a cloven tongue of fire. Is the Holy Ghost fire? No. The Holy Ghost is not fire. It says it came as cloven tongues of what? Fire. He says it came as a mighty rushing wind. Is the Holy Ghost wind? No. 
But all of these characters, they describe a feature of the Holy Spirit. For example, this guy, wow, your face is so strong, like Olumorok. You know, I don't mean that. I don't mean that his face is rock, but like the way the face is squeezed up, like he's really, like this guy's really taking in the word and taking it in. He's so paying attention. I'm, I'm comparing it to something else. So when the when the Lord compares the Holy Ghost to what do you call it to um, all those things, there's something that is a resemblance. Let's look at what the Lord compared it. He compared it to water. Yeah, water. John chapter 7 verse 38. Let's look at this quickly. John chapter 7 verse 38. Oh wow. See what Jesus Christ said. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, what does it say? Out of his belly shall flow what? But we don't know if that's the Holy Ghost. See the next verse. Next verse please. The Bible says, and this is speak of the Spirit. So he was saying that the Spirit will come like will be like the rivers of living water which they that believe on him shall receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given wow why did Jesus Christ compare the Holy Ghost to the river of living water that's very interesting I want to know why Let's, let me show you that scripture what it's compared to Isaiah 44 verse 3 Isaiah 44 verse 3 oh, I'm, oh Isaiah 44 verse 3 See what the Bible says. It says, I will pour what? I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and flood upon the dry ground. And I will pour what? My spirit. So, all the time he was talking about water and flood, he kept on talking about the spirit. So, the question today is this. Why does God keep comparing the Holy Spirit with water? This is water. This is water. Why does God keep comparing the Holy Spirit with water? Why does God keep comparing the Holy Ghost with water? This is the reason why. Number one. Because water refreshes. Water does what? Refreshes. Let me tell you something. Life can be draining. Do you know what it means as a businessman when you push and push for a business and you push for six months and it doesn't come your way? You are exhausted. Do you know what it means when you work on your marriage? You work on it so hard and this man you're married to begin to behave as if there's some things are beating drum sets in his head? And the man will just come back late. You prepare the food. You try to be the nice Christian wife. And he says, I'm not eating. And stays out of the house for one week. And you have to forgive him. Life becomes draining. Do you know what it means when you're trying to look for fun? Maybe you're looking for a 50 million to expand your business. And you've been on it for the past one year. Or you've been looking for this promotion. Life becomes draining. Do you know what it means when you're dating this guy. And everybody thinks you're going to get married. And the guy just say, you know, I, I don't have peace. I don't have peace. You know, you know, you know, I don't have peace, you know. What is it? I don't have peace because they've met comfort. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hey, they said, I don't have peace. And all of a sudden, you just remember this guy I've been with. In fact, I even gave him my virginity. And you're tired. See, I wish I could say you're the one that's tired as a pastor. You know the kind of messages I got I get? My mother died. Why? I hate God. When things go right for people, they get contracts. They don't send me a portion. But when they don't get the contract, they send me a, a note to God. And sometimes, I'm exhausted. Sometimes, I also have goals for myself. I have dreams for the church. 
I have dreams for people that see there are people in our church. I'm praying for them to get pregnant. I'm praying for them to have a child. And sometimes I'm wondering, Lord, what is going on here? Because I know in my own way that they're serving God. I'm not God. I don't know everything. And I'm, I'm doing everything I know as a pastor to support them to have the testimony. And sometimes some of those people will come to me, maybe a lady that's 40 years old and just start crying. And they don't know that the way they cry, my heart also breaks because I'm really connected with them. And I, I just, I'm like, God, like, because I'm really powerless without him. It's not something I can fix it myself. And when I get overwhelmed, what do I do? The Holy Spirit is the one that refreshes me. He washes me so that I don't get sucked in in life. You know what I would do sometimes? I would just pick my Bible and just tell all my friends, I'm coming to your church, but I don't want to sit in front. I want to sit at the back. I don't want to be a pastor today because I just want to stay in the place where I can hear the word of God, where I can worship, where I can cry. I don't want stage. I want you. You know, I, I, that's what it is. You're like, all I need is you, Lord. It's you, Lord. It's not if you don't have him, but it seems far. All I need is you. And, and when you sing those songs, your, your heart well up so deep. And you just stay there. But the beautiful thing about staying there is this. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Without you rehearsing it, you find strength. You just find that you're stronger. You find that you're stronger. You find that you're stronger. And the reason why is that the presence of the Holy Ghost refreshes people. The challenge is this. When people have problems and instead of running to God, you know what they do? They sleep it away. The problem with sleeping away is that the problem is dead as long as you're sleeping. Once you wake up, it wakes up with you. I have to, let me just sleep, let me just sleep, let me just sleep, let me just sleep. Hey, you slept, nothing changes. Some other people, when they have challenges, they drink. They go to Quinox, buy bottles and bottles and bottles, and Cubana, and bottles and bottles and bottles, and they just drink it away. And you drunk for one night, and you wake up the next morning, the problem stares in the face. Hello, good morning, America. And some other people, when they have challenges, so when they have that challenge with their relationship, they start eating. Where are the eaters? Wave, don't lie. God bless you. Thanks for being honest. They start eating. Because when open, you can eat it away. And some people, they don't eat it away. They take the anger and place on, they distribute it on everybody around them. Everyone knows something. And some other people, they just slip into a depression. And some other people will look for Lequila, the sister of Shinene, and says, if I can just get one night, let me just release, I'll be okay. So when you finish releasing, you come back to the fact that you still need 100 million for the contracts. When you finish releasing, you come back to the fact that your child is still very sick. When you finish releasing, you come back to the fact that the, heart, the doctor says you have a problem. Because all that, Jesus Christ looked at the woman at the well. He said, woman, you've married six husbands because we're looking for something. 
but you didn't find what you were looking for. He said, I will give you water that would refresh you. Are you the person that is looking for the right thing in the wrong place? Refresh you. Because some of you are here today and you're looking for the right thing in the wrong place. And God says, I have the water. Let me refresh you. But you have to come. You have to come. What the water does is to refresh you. Let me tell you, never go to a church where you can't follow the presence of God. Never, 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 never. Those are called religious institutions. They're not churches. Because when you go to what the Spirit of God is, one of the things that happen is this. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood and feel this atmosphere. Let me jump. Let us be more aware of your presence. Let's be more aware. You just come and you're like, how come I'm not so worried again? Because the presence of the Lord will sink the problems. Sink it. That's what the water does. The second thing the water does is this. Psalm 1 verse 3. The water does. The Bible says, we always read all the verse, but we never read it in context. It says, and you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. The problem is this. When we talk about the Holy Ghost, all the businessmen say, uh, that's not for me. You know, I'm a businessman. You know, Holy Ghost. <laughs> you don't know what the Holy Ghost is. Let me give you two stories. There was a, there was a leader in our church. And um, I mean, he was just by himself, not doing so great. And God told him, what are you going to have lunch in this restaurant? And he said, okay. Because we're like, that's funny instruction. Go and have lunch. Went to have lunch. I was having lunch. He was like, even the small money I have, I should go to this expensive restaurant. There was a white guy on the other table. The white guy banged the table as he was eating. I said, all the Nigerians are all the same. Bam. He took interest, walked to the white guy and said, what's the problem? And the white guy said, you know what? I'm waiting for my partner. My brother is the chief procurement officer in one of the top three oil companies in Nigeria. This is a hundreds of billions of dollars company. He said, I can get contract, but I can't get in my name. So I have a Nigerian partner. But the guy is always failing and messing me up. And the guy said, you know, I'm so sorry. You don't know what's going on in that space. And he got to talk. As he spoke some more, he asked him, by the way, what do you do? He said, oh, I supply this and this and this. Oh, that's the current contract I have. He said, can you supply it? He said, yes, I can supply it. Ladies and gentlemen, and the value of Naira at that time, I think was about $400,000 this guy made from one deal. From someone that I think was living with his parents and did not have a car, he made $400,000 at once. Because you businessmen are very smart. You're like, you know, when it comes to business, you know, that kind of thing. You don't know the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost says, I'm the one that teaches you to profit. Solomon, the wisest man, his wisdom was from the spirits. Someone says, why does he not speak to me about the business? It's like the phone. If the phone is for games, all you see is games. You have seen Holy Ghost for pastors, Holy Ghost for church. That's all you see. Holy Ghost is the son that has headache. That's all you see. There's, but there's Holy Ghost that can tell you, go and see this person for your funding. Holy Ghost can tell you, go and go into partnership. Go. You know, a lady was telling me, a lady was telling me the other day. She was telling me the other day. He said, 2019, God told him, stock up, stock up, stock up, mask, stock up, mask, stock up, mask. And she bought tons and tons and tons of masks. The lady is just below, I think below 30. She said, I'm a millionaire already. Because when, when max price skyrocketed by 1,000%, I had millions of masks that I released into the market. Question, when did the Holy Ghost talk to you about your career? He said, he doesn't talk to you about my career. Because you don't think that he can talk. You think the Holy Ghost is what? Ika mama, kuku, keka, kika. You know, 
the Holy Ghost, I want to say, who made business? Was it right there? God that made heaven and earth. God that designed drainage, designed garden, designed galaxies, designed solar system, human body, heart, heart. He cannot tell you about business. You don't know him. Brother, calm down. Daniel was a politician. Daniel never played with the spirit of God. He was a civil servant and a politician. The things they could not solve, Daniel, a civil servant will solve it. What is the Holy Spirit? Let's see. What is it? Psalm 1 verse 3. It says, and you shall be like a tree of, of water. You shall, be plant, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers question of water. Is your business planted by the Holy Ghost? Or your business is planted by you and you alone? He said, but the rivers of living water that shall bring forth fruit in the season. Let me tell you something. The first time there was a hike in Dollar, I think maybe it was maybe Buhari or Jonathan, one of the two, two. You guys will remember. I was sleeping. We had the conference. I was sleeping. And in the sleep, I woke up. But I didn't know what. I didn't know. So when I woke up, I slept back again. So I just had. Um, a dream that the person I buy dollar from told me, Pastor, you said I told you now. I told that dollar will go up. I told it to go up. You didn't buy. Now it has gone up. So you know when I when I woke up again, I thought it really happened. I actually thought maybe I was sleepy. So I called the guy and I said, Ah, so how much is dollar now? He said, Nothing has changed. Oh. I said, Jesus, because the dream was so real. And the spirit of God told me, Dollar is going to skyrocket. I said that time it was one fifty or one sixty. I said, thank you, Jesus. I called a rich friend of mine. I said, borrow me money. He said, borrow me I said, maybe about 50 million. He borrowed me. I said, I'll give you later. I bought the dollars at 150. Within a space, it moved from 150 to about 250 or 260. I sold the dollar, returned his money back to him. And I said, Father, tell me again. I'm telling you, it says, I'm the Lord that teaches you to. The Lord will tell you. See, some of you sisters, you are making mistakes. As you are coming to church, God will say that anywhere they tell you to see, sit down there. So, hey, no, not sit down there. You, do, you, do you know why he says you sit down there? Finally, not sit down there. Because you thought maybe he's talking to you about who you marry. The next guy to you is that one guy that is eight years old, younger than you are, that has just seven. And meanwhile, you're a 33 year old girl. I said, what would I do with this one? I said, what God wants to marry? My brother, God keeps us leading you in ways you don't understand so that you don't follow him because you understand. You follow because you trust him. So as that guy was there during the service, he was not even attending. The guy was just on his phone chatting. He just came to the guy and you guys became friends. And the guy said, oh, I'm depressed. That's why I can't concentrate. He began to encourage him. So he became like a big mentor to the guy. And you'd be encouraging him, encouraging him. Six months after... His brother, that is the chief financial controller for Chevron in Port Harcourt, comes back. And the guy says, oh, this girl has been helping me all along. And, this and, this. and he says, okay, let me drop you at the girl's place, you know, just to say thank you for helping my younger brother. But I'm back. I'm back right now to Lagos. And he drops, he drops it. And before he meets you, the guy has told him all these nice things about you. The friend says, that's a good thing. I don't know what the guy was thinking. I was just thinking, I was just thank you and go. But the moment you just appear, he says, oh my God. Because... What he sees and what he hears, double combo. The heart has been subdued already. But 
Those things are things you don't know except the Spirit of God shows you. God says, join the workforce. I will not join. You don't know if that's the key to your husband. You don't know if that's the key to your funding. You don't know if that's the key to your funding. They say, come and say, I will not say, don't. No mercy. There's no obedience that can cover for. There's no prayer that can change obedience. If you like, after you have done kwa, you do key. How many of you are here? The Spirit of God is saying that forgive your mother in law, forgive your dad. He said, I will not forgive. Who will suffer? God says, You've been coming to church now. Go back and serve, be an usher. Join a cell. He said, I will not go. Who will suffer? Everything God tells you is for your advantage. Always remember that. See what the Bible says. The Bible says, When you're planted by the vessel of water, what do you do? He says, It will bring forth fruits in the season. And his leaves will not wither. And whatsoever he doeth, Saul said, I thought he said anything. No. Whatsoever the one that is planted by the leading and the river of the Spirit doeth will prosper. Why is this powerful? Because the Holy Ghost can bring life and growth. Life and growth. Even if something is dead, water can bring life water the bible says if you cut down a tree and you put water it will start growing when the holy ghost comes on that dead piece it will start growing they say your womb is dead let the holy ghost come on it i, I said let the holy ghost come on it they said the, did you hear the testimony last week of the blood fallopian tube the same machine that confirmed fallopian tube said it's open nlp testimony The third thing the Holy Ghost does is this. Water cleanses. Water what? Cleanses. I believe that all of you took your bath this morning. Of course, it can't be everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, what does the Holy Ghost do? All the death, all the filthiness. Because some of you, let me tell you what, some businessmen, you're carrying the pain of the money you've lost last year, two years ago. And you're carrying the pain. And you cannot do big things because of the pain you carry. And because of that you can't do big things, our Holy Ghost says, let me cleanse you of it. Because with this pain, it will destroy your destiny. Do you know there are many men or women here, you're carrying the pain of your last relationship. You are bleeding from it. Holy Ghost says, with this, you cannot love well. Even if you marry, your partner will suffer. Let me cleanse you of it. And the reason why is that bleeding people that don't heal themselves will bleed on people that don't hurt them. Some of you are carrying pain of, I prayed about this, it didn't happen. I came to this, it didn't happen. You're carrying those pain. And Holy Ghost says, let me heal it. Let me cleanse it with my water. How many of you cannot trust the church? You can't trust pastors. You can't trust fasting because you've had bad days. How many of you cannot even trust giving in church because of bad experiences? And God is saying, I want to help you. Let me heal. Let me, let me use my water and cleanse it. But you have to open up. 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 You have to let the Holy Spirit. So, some of you, the pains you have, you were raped by somebody. Holy Ghost says, I can minister to broken hearts. Let Him heal. Let Him heal. Let Him heal your pains. Let Him heal your weakness. 
Let me heal all those things. Some might say the Holy Ghost will refresh. Do you know what it means? So just be in the presence of God as you're there. I just, and, and you're just in church. And this white church is powerful. He's just working on your hearts. Just refreshing you. Just cleansing you. Just giving you hope again. And last as I close this morning. How do I develop a relationship, an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit? I've told you something. I said the Holy Spirit is like rain. See what the Bible says in George chapter 2 verse 23. He says, Be the, says, be glad, ye, ye children of Israel. George 2 23. Rejoice in the Lord your God. He said, rejoice in the Lord your God. He says, rejoice in the Lord your God. For he had given you the former rain. And he had given the former rain moderately. And it will cause you to come down for you, the rain. The former rain and the latter rain. Verse 28 says, it shall come to pass, I will part my spirit. So one of the things I used to describe the, the Holy Spirit, the water dimension, is rain. So, why is rain powerful? Because when it rains, rain affects, rain talks about a change of season. Someone say hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost brings, brings about a change of season. Rain affects the state of your heart because rain touches the soil. But some people say, but it's been raining, raining, raining. Everybody in the has a testimony except me. The reason why is that if it's raining, And you have an umbrella. Everybody around you will get wet except you. So, so what's an umbrella? An umbrella is a mentality. The rain of the spirit is coming. But you've said, who can marry me at 40? <laughs> you put an umbrella up. You've said, how can I do well in this country, Nigeria? You put an umbrella up. Doctor said, at your age, you can't get pregnant. You say, it's true. How can I get pregnant? You put an umbrella. What is the mentality that is shielding you from the reign of the Holy Ghost? There are people that have mentalities that are shielding them from the reign of the Spirit. Someone says, I can do well, but who will help me? I have no father. And you're, you're, you're under the car, under the rain, you're, but yet, there's something keeping you away. So, yeah, so you say things like, everybody around me has a testimony. Why not me? Because you are the only one that's put an umbrella and the rain can't touch you. It's time to take off the umbrella and let the rain touch you. Some people, some people, some people are some people are praying and they'll say, God, I don't know why you are not good and kind to me. And God is saying, That is an umbrella right there. Because you are saying that I'm not fair to you. You can't be thinking I'm not fair to you and you believe in prayers. Some people are saying, How will it happen? I don't know anybody. And God is saying, That's the prayer, right? That's the umbrella right there. Because you're thinking in your heart, you're thinking in your heart, what man, what can man do this is not possible how many of you are here you, you, this is the umbrella you're carrying uh, listen tap your shoulder you tap your shoulder say uh, what umbrella am I carrying today some of you are praying for a child but say I am PCOS positive oh it's what God that says that will stand stop carrying the umbrella that God did not give you stop carrying the umbrella that God did not give you Someone says, how can I do all in business? Who will help me? Listen to me. You keep asking the questions that prevent the rain from coming to you. How many of you know what I'm talking about? If you have umbrellas here, you over your head. Raise up your hand. You, you know you have an umbrella. Not, not a physical umbrella. Like, you know you have an umbrella. And you know what I'm talking about. Raise up your hand. Let me see quickly. You've identified one. You know what touched me the most? After the first service, I preached this and I did illustration. And a lady from the UK sent me. He said, throughout the message, I was crying. Is that because I don't have an umbrella? I have layers of umbrella. Oh, someone say, Wow, what about you? Deep down in your heart, do you think you can get married? You, you, you think God doesn't care? 
You're always saying, God, have you forgotten me? It's an umbrella you're carrying. You're always saying that, God, why are you not faithful to me? God, when will you remember me? God, you need for other people because in your umbrella, in your mind, it's not there. The umbrella is the mentality. It's a mentality that keeps the rain. From, do you know that you, you know I mean you cannot speak in tongues? Not because you can't speak in tongues, because you've told yourself, it's not someone like me that can speak in tongues. Ah. Uh-huh. So how do you become into the Holy Spirit? The first thing is this. Consciousness of his presence. His person and his guidance. Do you notice that Samuel was kept the call from God? He ran to Eli. Pam, pam, pam. Eli, Eli, Eli. Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back again. He went back. Pam, pam, pam. He heard the voice. Go back again. Why didn't God stop him? The way it works is this. Once you're conscious, you'll hear. The moment Eli says, this sounds like God. Next time he speaks, say, speak Lord. Thy servant listened. The moment he says, speak Lord. The consciousness brought more revelation are you conscious when you're going to the board meeting are you conscious of his presence when you're in your strategy session are you conscious of his presence are you conscious of his presence and the last thing the last thing is this this is the last thing for today oh glory to god i said glory to god the last thing is this so how do you become into the holy ghost consciousness the second one is what yielding can i have my can i have yeah come please come 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 the brother in the blue jacket, come quickly. I need something that's huge. Can I get a huge one? This brother in blue, can you come? Are you a new person? Is it your first time in church? The brother in the blue native, your first time in church? Is it your church? Is this your church? Come, come, come. If I'm your pastor, come. It's okay. Are you feel shy about that? If you feel shy about that, you can sit down. If you feel shy, it's okay. You can come. Okay, so you can go. You can, you can go. Yeah. So, so brother, come. Then, uh, yeah, come. So all you have to do is to just hold on to this rope like this. It's, it goes with your color. That's why I called you. Exactly. Yeah. You hold on to the rope. So this is what it means. This is what we're going to close. How do I develop a more intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit? This is how I develop it. I need to yield to him more. So how do I yield to him more? Let me show you how I yield to him more. This is me. This is every Christian. And the Holy Ghost will tell you something like, wake you up, it will tell you something and the more you yield to him you come closer to him the more you yield to him, you come closer to him so he wakes you up at 2 or 3 a.m. and says, will you just provide your career you get up and the flesh, when he says will you provide your career, flesh come flesh says, why do you want to provide your career have you caught up with BB Ninja <laughs> so you said, okay let's just pray let me cut up with BB Ninja you move towards the flesh then the Holy Ghost says, oh wow, you missed the prayer time. Okay. I want you to go ahead and take a step towards your business and start that store. The flesh says, what store will you start? Is that what girls are doing? You need a new Gucci bag? You need a new car? A Range Rover? You need that? It pulls you towards again. What is happening? Over time, you are being pulled away from the Holy Spirit and pulled to the flesh. And pulled to the flesh. How many of you has he told you, come and fast? And you say, My God, I would die if I fast. Well, you will move, you'll pull to the flesh. How many of you has he told you, it's time you start tithing? It's time you start sowing a very special seed. And you say, That's true. Then you start sowing. I say that, and the, the flesh you say, Sow a special seed. All your friends, they have this bag. 
All your friends have that project. Come on, come here. You say, that's true. I will do. And before you know it, you are embraced in the flesh. Distance from the spirit. How did I get here? I was yielded to the flesh. And yielded to the flesh. And yielded to the flesh. It's not me yielding to the spirit. Because this could have been you over here. Fully yielded to the Holy Spirit. Question. That's a good time to clap. He started to forgive your mother-in-law. Forgive your husband. He's spoken to you about your job. He's spoken to you about your finances. He's spoken to you about serving in church. He said, you know, this, this growth track they say that's one hour after service. Go and attend the growth track and get deeper. And every time he tells you, he said, yeah, next week, next week. And you don't know you're eating to the flesh. Hey, sorry, look at NLP. We fast, every, we pray every day, 6.30. Join NLP. He said, uh, yeah, I will join next week. Moving towards the flesh. He said, it's time to start tithing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, not this month, I'll start next month. The next month, I'll start the upper month. Move into the flesh. And at the end of the day, you know what the Bible says? The ways of the flesh will lead to death. That's destructive. The way of the spirit will lead to life. Let's pray. Yeah. Thank you. Can you stand on your feet? Let's pray. The world of flesh will lead to death. How many of you are in a relationship that God is not in? How many of you are relocating and God is not there? How many of you are doing business that God is not inside? How many of you need to step up in spirituality but you're not stepping up today? Listen to what I want to say. Holy Spirit, no more struggle. I yield. Holy Spirit, what? No more struggle. Let's go ahead and pray. Everybody say in the name of Jesus. My Father, no more struggle with the Holy Spirit. Have your way in, in and out in my life, in my family, in my job, in my career. In my finance, with my time, I give everything up. Let's go ahead and pray. Everybody, let's go ahead and pray. Everybody, let's go ahead and pray. Everybody, let's go ahead and pray. Let's let me hear your voice in prayer. 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 Where's the canopy you need to take off? Lord, I'm taking down the canopy. I'm taking down the umbrella today. Oh yes, Lord Jesus. Let me hear your voice. Listen to me. This message must not end as a message. It must be a personal decision. Something I'm going to cut off. Something I'm going to start again. I want to say prayer first. All of you that, when I was speaking, the Holy Ghost told you, well, you're not even born again. As I'm talking about, I said, you, you're not born again. You know, the Holy Ghost is telling you in your heart. I want to lead you to Christ. Raise up your right hands anywhere you are. I want to give my life to Christ. God bless you. Anywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Several people doing that this morning. Thank you. God bless you. Raise up your right hand. I want to give my heart to Christ. Someone say, how do I know he's talking to me? The voice will tell you, raise up your hand. Any voice that says raise up your hand cannot be the voice of Satan. Raise up your hand. Say with me, Heavenly Father. 
I've heard the word. I believe the word. And today, I confess in my mouth that Jesus Christ died and was raised from the dead for my justification. I receive eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. All of you raise up your hands, either online or on-site. The ushers will give you a card. Ushers, I can't find the ushers. But I will be for the ushers. You know, I can't find...